0: Welcome to Rental Equip Talk Radio with your host, Donald Charbonnet. This is the radio program designed for industry insiders, as well as anyone interested in getting into the rental equipment industry. Now, here is Donald Charbonnet.
1: Well, how y'all doing today? I am your host, Donald Charbonnet, broadcasting live from New Orleans. I uh, apologize for my voice. I've still got that frogginess in it, so uh, bear with me if you can, please. Today's show is sponsored by WGO Consulting, the go-to company for buying and selling equipment companies, as well as valuations and more. The company is headed up by the industry's leading legal mind, James Waite. I, too, am an associate, and we can be reached at james at wgoconsulting.com, or even me, Donald, at wgoconsulting.com. A big thank you to all our listeners for spreading the word. Tell your friends and associates. Last week we hit almost three thousand listeners, which would be a record for the show. Very pleased about that, and thank you, thank you, thank you. Hope you enjoyed last week's show about unique selling proposition and cross-selling, both very important to your business. And today I really hope that you'll stay with me to the end of the show for a very special announcement. Remember, you can always listen on demand after the show, and please let me know if there's a certain guest or subject you'd like to have in the show, and I'll do my best to get them. Remember, this show is for you. I can be reached at rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com, or you can even call or text me at 504-615-0540. Today's calling number is 1-866-472-5790. So again, welcome to the show. So what's new in the world of running today? Are you worried about tariffs, an upcoming election, finding a new service tech, or how's that new salesman doing? You know what's great about this business is that we get to see and manage so many different aspects of a business, and they can apply it to any business. So it's all good management material. So what to talk about today? I've really got two subjects. One is what's called MBWA, and the other one is about how to leave a job. So it it seems to me that so many managers and owners, and remember that I'm including department managers in this, they often spend more time analyzing reports or filling out reports that they don't get out in the trenches to see what's really going on. Chances are you got promoted to a position because you were good at some facet of what drives the business but look at you now, you're probably stuck in an office, covered in paper, and please understand, I know some of this is necessary. So today, I wanna bring back one of the oldest leadership theories around. That is management by walking around. This is motivating and developing staff. You know, effective middle managers, and in this case, all managers, can become more effective by learning from an old ritual of Australian Aborigines. That sounds a little strange, doesn't it, for rental? The walkabout was known as a rite of passage for Aboriginal boys who would venture into the wilderness for months at a time as part of a spiritual transition to adulthood. Hang on, I'm getting there. Presumably, they would discover more about themselves and their environment as a way of surviving and thriving. Also, I read of a young man who did something in a more modern and much less risky form on an outward bound class during three weeks in the Oregon wilderness. At one point, he had to camp by himself for three deeply introspective days. When he came home, his family immediately saw him, in him, a maturing and a transforming experience. So, good middle managers don't have to venture into the wilderness for days, weeks, or months to become better at their jobs. Instead, they can use a leadership tactic known as management by walking around, also known as management by wandering around, or you'll hear me refer to it as very basically MBWA. It means they simply quit using emails, phones, and meetings as much. Using MBWA, they explore where they work in a way that teaches them more about their jobs, their companies, and their fellow employees. That knowledge will make them better managers or make you a better manager. A regular manager walkabout is harder than it sounds for managers with a lot of work to do. They invariably get stuck at their desk with hundreds of emails and phone calls every week. They may get out of the office only long enough to attend as many as dozens of meetings or even more every week. The simple act of communicating, emails, phone calls, and meetings can chew up huge chunks of time. What's left goes to reports, projects, and other deskbound bound duties demanded by the needs of the business, or directed by some corporate office. Senior and executive managers often have schedules so tightly managed that they can't do a walkabout. So some of them may have previously used that management tactic back when they had fewer responsibilities and a little more time. Middle managers have more flexibility. Why is MBWA so useful? Management by walking around is a leadership tactic that dates back to the 1970s, according to various sources. In theory, the wandering version of it means that a manager makes an unstructured, unplanned visit at random to other employees, equipment, or a variety of other places at work as a regional manager may visit different branches. So I'm not trying to scare everybody and put you on notice, but just be ready. It is a spontaneous act that may bring spontaneous responses from employees. It is a chance to see them in action and learn more directly what they do each day. On a more serious note, it is a way of checking on employee productivity with a surprise visit. Now, I'm not talking about somebody going in to visit a store, jump into the manager's office and wrap for a couple of hours and then they leave. I'm talking about putting on your boots and getting out in the yard and seeing what it's all about. An essential part of the process involves asking plenty of questions of everyone from managers in other departments to administrative assistants and anyone else you come in contact with. Everyone has knowledge to share about some aspect of the business. And you know, it's like asking a simple question like, hey Mary, how's it going? But be prepared for the response. MBWA also has a benefit for employee morale. If a higher level middle manager or senior manager does it, he or she may end up talking to staff who normally don't see managers that high up. The manager will get to know them and their jobs better. The employee will feel that the higher ups care about their work. Gee whiz, the regional manager came by and actually walked in the shop and talked to us and wanted to know how things were going. Anybody laid on parts, any manufacturers you're having problems with. The manager at a rental company I was visiting once walked me around his operation. He even walked out to the wash rack. He asked the guy about his wife and children. He knew them by name and mentioned other details about them. I was shocked that the manager in a company with more than 40 people knew that much about a low position family. I found out the guy was an avid practitioner of MBWA. He actually had a card file with details about every employee that he wrote down from conversations with them. Employees had great respect for him. He knew the business intimately and treated his employees intimately and always asked about their families. Of course, there's always MBW with a twist. Management by walking around doesn't have to be random, unstructured, or an unplanned act. It can be done with a purpose that adds value to the practice. A manager with a report to send to another office close to them can either email it or physically take it there, as well as email a copy of it. So yes... Taking it there takes more time than just emailing. Taking it there also means face-to-face interaction with the receiver, along with interaction with other people between the two offices. That kind of walking around gives a manager the chance to, one, talk to other managers along the way about important issues, two, encourage and praise employees to their faces for recent good work rather than by an impersonal email three get a more accurate read of what people really think from their facial expressions and other body language and trust me body language is really important and you can feel it four Observe whether employees are working or goofing off. Even even if they are working, a manager could get important productivity clues about whether they are overwhelmed or underworked. Five, build stronger relationships, which is much easier to do in a person than by phone or email. Number six, Find out in person how some tasks are actually done, which is useful for planning and managing more effectively. You can also ask questions about if they have any ideas to improve on things. I've just found that over the years, people in the trenches really know what's going on, and there's a sometimes a deep separation between Uh, the executives or the regional or the branch manager back to what the service tech may think and actually find some better ways to do things along the way. So think about this. The higher the status, the higher the impact. At another company I knew, the CEO also practiced MBWA, The company campus consisted of three buildings across the street from each other. The buildings together had dozens of employees. The CEO had his office in the corporate headquarters building. Despite his responsibilities, he would visit other buildings on a regular basis. It was not uncommon to see him talking at length with non-managers. Unlike the other executive, he was not known to have a card file he had something more impressive. He had a remarkable memory for names, faces, and job duties. His presence made quite a positive impact. Strangely, an executive two levels down in the same company couldn't remember the names of some of his own senior managers, nor did he show an interest in what they did. As a result, he did not inspire his people. It was a revealing insight about how not to lead. None of this means an executive or senior manager or department manager needs to memorize the names and details of every employee. What matters is showing a personal interest in people and the work that they do. It means getting out of the office to ask questions, learn more, and find out how the company really operates on a daily basis. Middle managers with a small staff will make a lesser impact on them by walking around. But there are more people in many companies than just the middle managers own staff. Imagine how much more those middle managers will learn about their companies if they simply get out of the office and walk around on a regular basis. Imagine how that knowledge may improve their job performance and advance their own careers. They just need to remember to wear comfortable shoes every day. At that, let's take a quick break, and I'll see you in a couple of minutes. Back to you, Voice America.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
2: The Genie Z60-37FE Boom Lift is at the forefront of true hybrid technology. It is actually two machines in one that can be used for both indoor and outdoor applications. The Genie difference is a lower cost of operation and cleaner performance. The Genie 60-37FE Boom Lift is more fuel efficient, driven by high efficiency AC motors, which means lower emissions too. Check out the Genie FE difference today. Visit GenieLift.com. Genie Genuine Parts undergo testing on long-term durability and reliability, which means higher equipment resale values and warranties for you. You don't want to waste time and money on generic parts, or even counterfeit parts, especially in the long run. Genie Genuine Parts are factory-fitted and field-tested to the highest of standards, which means more machine uptime, We also have free ground freight on orders of $750 or more from our two-parts warehouses. Go to GenieLift.com to find out more. Have you tried the new generation of Genie XC Booms? The XC stands for Extra Capacity, and with new technology in the design, the Genie XC Booms carry a higher load with dual capacity capability, compliant to global industry standards. Save time while you increase productivity. The new Genie XE Booms are common in design, parts, and accessories for easier servicing. For more information about the Genie family of XE Boom lifts, visit GenieLift.com. That's GenieLift.com. Genie Aerial Pros is one of the most comprehensive industry websites focused on safety and standards, service, and new products and applications. The Genie Aerial Pros site features experts in aerial and rental markets with five decades of experience and shared knowledge. You'll also get information on upcoming industry and company events, videos, training, and more. The Genie Aerial Pros website is available on a wide variety of platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or through our own website, at GenieLift.com. The business community's first choice in internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network.
0: This is Rental Equipped Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to radio at gmail.com. That's radio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program.
1: And welcome back to Rental Equipped Talk Radio. And today, our main subject uh, to date has been the age-old leadership theory of management by walking around. And we've been talking for the last 15 minutes or so about different methods of doing that. And so, so what do you think? Uh, is it time to take a break from all that paperwork? and get out and see what's really going on, trust me, you learn something from the exercise. Walk through the shop. Walk your equipment line. Is the QC program really working for you? Talk to your drivers. See what experiences they're having out in the field and just what make it be- might make it better. So, enough about MBWA. Now I'd like to shift gears about a much more sensitive subject. And this this topic is as much for supervisors as it is for employees, so I think there's something to be learned on both sides of the equation. What if you decide to leave a job? There's a lot of job jumping still going on during the industry's consolidation. Everybody's trying to get the best of the best. and Above all, we all try to take care of our people. So... No one likes to leave a job, but in today's job market, it's not uncommon to have had a number of jobs during your career. Let me be a perfect example of that. And statistics will back that up. So there are a number of ways to quit a job. So to start with, the wrong way to quit your job. And there's four things not to say when you're leaving. Listen, people quit their jobs for many reasons. Most often they quit because they found a better opportunity. They're taking the next step in their career or they have issues with their boss or organization. Regardless of your reason for quitting, there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. So here I'll outline the wrong way to quit. So, some things you should never say when you're exiting an organization. There are just some things you should avoid saying and talking about when you're in your last few weeks with a company. Even even if you believe them to be true, don't say the following. Number one, this company sucks. Even though you may have reason to, don't run down the company on your way out. This isn't going to do anything but make you seem petty and unprofessional. Also, avoid speaking ill of your previous employer when starting your new position. You could rub people the wrong way. Number two, spilling the beans on employees XYZ. Do you know what Joe and Tom and Larry do when you're not here? Blah, 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 blah. Throw in other employees under the bus, on your way out, will not only hurt them, it could hurt you as well. You never know who you may work for in the future. Plus, you don't know who your new company may consult as part of their hiring process. Number three, I'm out of here, I'm not training my replacement. It's important to go out gracefully. For some positions, especially if you've been in a role for a long time, may mean helping the organization transition. Many companies may ask you to train your replacement. After all, you know the role best. So do your best to help the company transition from your exit. And Number four, man, I'm so glad to get out of here. My new job is so much better. You know, bragging about your new job to other employees can leave a bad taste in people's mouth, especially those you may need as a reference or could work with in the future. The future is always uncertain. How you quit can have a big impact on your career in the future, even though you may want to avoid speaking poorly of your former organization, co workers, and management. You never know. You may want to come back and work for that company again in the future. The only thing they're sure about the future is change. And so, those are a few things about the wrong things to say, but there's a better way of how to quit your job. So, here's some things you know uh, you need to know to resign from your job. Listen, quitting isn't always easy. Even if you hate your job or boss, or can't wait to start a new position, even if you're about to be fired, it can be difficult to resign tactfully. If you're thinking about leaving your job, here are some important points to think through before you turn in your resignation. First of all, be sure that you really wanna quit. There are a few warning signs that it's time to go, including reduced productivity, physical complaints, and finding your conversation at home dominated by work-related issues. If you go home and complain and complain and complain about your job, maybe it's time to find another job. Note that you may want to keep these issues to yourself at your next job interview. I left there because blank, 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 blank. The hiring manager doesn't need to know how much you hate your old job. They need to know just how enthused you are about the new job in front of you. Even if you have every reason in the world to resign, it might not be a good idea to quit your job right away. Make sure that you're leaving for the right reasons rather than quitting because you're having a bad week and it seems like it won't get better anytime soon. Once you're certain that you want to quit, handle your resignation as carefully as you would would handle any other business endeavor. It's always wise to not burn bridges. You never know when you will need your past employees for a reference. Review the resignation pros and cons. Before you make the decision to quit, be absolutely sure that this is the right decision. You don't know how long it's going to take for an employer to move on and fill your position if you change your mind. If you're still in the fence about the next position you're considering taking, ask if you can spend a day in the office shadowing the staff. It may reinforce your decision to take the position or help you decide you don't want the job after all. And you gotta weigh the options. Do you have another job offer? If so, weigh the pros and cons of the new position versus your current position. Consider the work environment, flexibility, salary, and benefits in addition to the job responsibilities. How about opportunities to advance? If the new job comes out ahead on all counts, and you feel sure that this is the right change to make, don't hesitate. If you don't have another position lined up, consider the basics before quitting. It'll take about three to six months, sometimes longer, on the average, to find a new job. Unless you quit for a good cause, you might not be eligible for unemployment benefits. Do you have enough savings or other income to manage financially during this three to six or maybe longer months? Even if your employer's situation isn't the best, you might want to consider hanging on to the job you have as well as your paycheck and start your job search before you resign at night, not during work hours. That old saying that it's easier to find a job when you have a job does hold true. And I can guarantee that. And give adequate notice. If you have an employment contract that states how much notice you should give, abide by it. Otherwise, it's appropriate to offer two weeks notice. However, in some cases, you may feel that you're unable to stay for another couple of weeks. When that happens, it's important to conduct yourself professionally in every other way. Send a formal resignation letter, offer to help to the best of your abilities, and keep things positive until you go. You have no obligation to stay longer. If your employer asks you to stay longer than two weeks or the time period in your contract, you have no obligation to stay. Your new employer will be expecting you to start as scheduled and in a timely manner. What you could do is offer to help your previous employer, if necessary, after hours, via email, or on the phone. So there's a way to quit gracefully. The formal way to resign is to write a resignation letter and to tell your supervisor in person that you're leaving. However, depending on circumstances, you may need to quit over the phone or to quit via email. But it's always best to write a resignation letter. Regardless of how you resign, write a resignation letter. A resignation letter can help you maintain a positive relationship with your old employer while paving the way for you to move on. You never know when you might need that old employer to give you a reference so it makes sense to take the time to write a polished and professional resignation letter. And when we come back, we're gonna talk about what to say to your boss if you're quitting. And at that, let's take another quick break and jump back to Voice America.
0: Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business,
2: and more on demand 24-7. The Genie Z60-37FE Boom Lift is at the forefront of true hybrid technology. It is actually two machines in one that can be used for both indoor and outdoor applications. The Genie difference is a lower cost of operation and cleaner performance. The Genie 60-37FE boom lift is more fuel efficient, driven by high efficiency AC motors, which means lower emissions too. Check out the Genie FE difference today. Visit GenieLift.com. Genie Aerial Pros is one of the most comprehensive industry websites focused on safety and standards, service, and new products and applications. The Genie Aerial Pros site features experts in aerial and rental markets with five decades of experience and shared knowledge. You'll also get information on upcoming industry and company events, videos, training, and more. The Genie Aerial Pros website is available on a wide variety of platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or through our own website, at genielift.com genie genuine parts undergo testing on long-term durability and reliability which means higher equipment resale values and warranties for you you don't want to waste time and money on generic parts or even counterfeit parts especially in the long run genie genuine parts are factory fitted and field tested to the highest of standards which means more machine uptime We also have free ground freight on orders of $750 or more from our two-parts warehouses. Go to GenieLift.com to find out more. Have you tried the new generation of Genie XC Booms? The XC stands for Extra Capacity, and with new technology in the design, the Genie XC Booms carry a higher load with dual capacity capability, compliant to global industry standards. Save time while you increase productivity. The new Genie XC Booms are common in design, parts, and accessories for easier servicing. For more information about the Genie family of XC Boom Lifts, visit GenieLift.com. That's GenieLive.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
0: This is Rental Equipped Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to RentalEquippedTalkRadio at gmail.com. That's RentalEquippedTalkRadio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program.
1: Welcome back, and today we've been talking about MBWA and most recently about how to quit a job gracefully and what to say to your boss. Don't say much more than you're leaving. Emphasize the positive and talk about how the company has benefited you but also mention that it's time to move on. Offer to help during the transition and afterward. Don't be negative, there's no point. You're leaving and you want to leave on good terms. Regardless of why you quit your job, be sure to say the right things in your resignation letter. Offer a brief explanation of why you're leaving, thank them for the opportunity, and let them know when your last day will be. Also, do your best to put your best foot, no, excuse me, do your best not to put your foot in your mouth. Be prepared as well to handle an exit interview. You can always even ask for a reference. Before you leave, ask for a letter of recommendation from your manager. As time passes and people move on, it's easy to lose track of previous employees. With a letter in hand or a LinkedIn recommendation online, You'll have documentation of your credentials to share with prospective employees. But don't forget the details. Find out about the employee benefits and salary you're entitled to receive upon leaving. Inquire about collecting unused vacation and sick pay and keeping, cashing in, or rolling over your 401k or other pension plan. And note, you might be asked to participate in an exit, exit interview. Prior to your departure, review sample exit interview questions to get an idea of what you'll be asked during an exit interview. Before you turn in your resignation, review these resignation do's and don'ts and resign as gracefully as possible. And as always, return personal property, keys, documents, computer, phones, anything else that doesn't belong to you. The company doesn't want to have to chase you down. So, the bottom line, be sure you really want to quit. Don't leave after one bad day or week. And make sure you line up another job or secure savings. Give appropriate notice. If you don't have an employment contract that says otherwise, two weeks notice is standard. And be professional. Write a resignation letter and leave on the best terms possible. And don't provide too much information. You needn't provide a great deal of detail about why you're resigning. And tie up loose ends. Ask for a reference. Find out about benefits and earn time and return any company property. So, you know, all that's all about uh, if you decide to quit a company. Let's talk about now the flip side of that action of, of resigning. And it's... What if you get fired? That's a bit of a different set of circumstances, but some rules still apply. The top things not to say or do if you're fired. Getting fired can be traumatic even if you're expecting it. And even though it may be difficult, try to remember not to say or do certain things if you're fired. Being let go from a job can generate a number of negative emotions, including shock, anger, sadness, worry, and fear about the future. Actions that you may take during this stress of being fired can be rash and have negative consequences if you aren't very careful about what you say and do. That's especially true if, if getting fired wasn't your fault. Even if you were to let even if you were let go because you weren't the perfect employee, it still hurts. You may not even be given a reason as to why you were fired, and you may not be given any notice. There might be a chance of being able to save your job and appeal your determination. But it might be better to simply move on. Even though it's painful to get fired, there are some things that you shouldn't do or you can make the situation worse. And the following suggestions will help you to make the best of a bad situation by avoiding some common mistakes fired employees make. 10 things not to say or do if you're fired. Don't storm off the premises without taking the time to save any personal documents you need from your work computer. You should periodically save documents of personal or professional interests from your work computer because you never know when you might unexpectedly lose your job. You know some employers will ask go terminated staff from the work site at the point of firing. Get out of your chair and let's go. And you need to make sure you don't leave any important information behind because you won't get a chance to get it back. Two, don't begin to discuss severance issues prior to taking some time to process your firing if possible. Time really does heal, and you'll be calmer if you wait, so ask if you can meet in a day or so to have that conversation. Here's what you should ask your employer if you're fired. In the meantime, research company policies and practices so that you're prepared to negotiate a reasonable severance package if, in fact, you're going to be offered one. In some cases, the company may offer the severance package during the termination process. And three, don't refuse to help with the transition if some time will elapse prior to your termination date. By facilitating a smooth transition, you'll be remembered as a better employee and may benefit by receiving positive recommendations and referrals. Being nice even if you're in a bad situation, will help you in the long run. Some employers will give you the option of resigning instead of being terminated. There are advantages and disadvantages to a resignation in lieu of of being fired. Sometimes it may mean severance if you cooperate. But you should review the difference between getting fired and laid off before you agree. And you know, you ought to check with your local state un- unemployment office to explore the impact on unemployment benefits before finalizing a decision. I know this is some negative stuff, but it's stuff that's real and true to our industry. And. Don't be afraid to ask for a recommendation as part of your separation agreement or at least clarify how your employee will field inquiries about your tenure, even though they're firing you. They won't want to make it too negative. If you have supportive colleagues, ask if they might furnish a positive recommendation while you're still in close contact. Six. Don't impulsively disparage your supervisor or blame co-workers or subordinates for your performance problems. This is a really hard one if you think they helped cost you your job. But future employers will conduct thorough background checks and seek input from former colleagues at all levels. Any enemies that you made with your departing comments will be more likely to share damaging information. Parting impressions can be lasting and might influence staff to view you as a negative person. Seven, don't miss the opportunity to ask for the basis of your employer's decision. If due process according to company policy has not been followed, you may be able to petition HR to buy some additional time to improve any shortcomings you may have. Review this guide on your rights if your job is terminated. You might also have some protection through a personal contact or anti-discrimination law. Consult a labor lawyer prior to finalizing your separation if, in fact, you think you have a case. And don't finalize your separation without exploring other jobs with your current employer. If you enjoy working there, options might exist for other positions. If your superiors see you as an employee with a positive attitude, a strong work ethic. Your employer might consider you for other jobs that are a better fit for your skills if they learn you're open to other roles. See how to apply for a job with your company, but do check to see if it's it's a possibility before you start the process. And nine, don't broadcast your firing to networking contracts and friends immediately. Before you tell the world you've lost your job, take the time to think through your message and how you'd like to be perceived by colleagues and other professional contacts. Frame your story about a theme such as the job not being the right fit for you, but don't be overly critical of your employer or the company in general. Save your vending of emotions for a limited group of trusted friends or family. At that, we're going to take our last break before we finish up these top 10 notices and my important announcement. Back to you, Voice America. Mm -hmm.
2: Genie Aerial Pros is one of the most comprehensive industry websites focused on safety and standards, service, and new products and applications. The Genie Aerial Pros site features experts in aerial and rental markets with five decades of experience and shared knowledge. You'll also get information on upcoming industry and company events, videos, training, and more. The Genie Aerial Pros website is available on a wide variety of platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or through our own website, at GenieLift.com Genie Genuine Parts undergo testing on long-term durability and reliability which means higher equipment resale values and warranties for you You don't want to waste time and money on generic parts or even counterfeit parts, especially in the long run. Genie Genuine Parts are factory fitted and field tested to the highest of standards, which means more machine uptime. We also have free ground freight on orders of $750 or more from our two parts warehouses. Go to GenieLift.com to find out more. Have you tried the new generation of Genie XC Booms? The XC stands for Extra Capacity, and with new technology in the design, the Genie XC Booms carry a higher load with dual capacity capability, compliant to global industry standards. Save time while you increase productivity. The new Genie XC Booms are common in design, parts, and accessories for easier servicing. For more information about the Genie family of XC Boom Lifts, visit genielift.com that's genielift.com the genie z60 37 fe boom lift is at the forefront of true hybrid technology It is actually two machines in one that can be used for both indoor and outdoor applications. The Genie difference is a lower cost of operation and cleaner performance. The Genie 60-37FE boom lift is more fuel efficient, driven by high efficiency AC motors, which means lower emissions too. Check out the Genie FE difference today. Visit GenieLift.com comes to business you'll find the experts here voice america business network
0: this is rental equipped talk radio with donald charbonnet if you have a question or comment about the program please send an email to rental Equip talk radio at gmail.com that's rental equipped talk radio at gmail.com now back to this week's program
1: and welcome back, and thank for joining me today for our show. Uh, the first portion of the show, we talk by about managing by walking around. So again, you managers, get out there and see what it's all about. And then we've also been talking about uh, the right way to quit a job. And lastly, we've been talking about being fired from a job, which is always the toughest point, very emotional. so this the number ten thing, that is most important about being fired from a job is don't lose faith in yourself. A firing can be demoralizing, but remember, it's only one employer's decision and there would be other, more suitable options for you. Take the time to regroup and find a job that's a better fit for you and your interests. It may be that this wasn't the right job for you, and push to find a new one. It's just what you needed to move along your career. It's an old saying, never give up, never lose confidence in yourself. So, why am I talking about all this today? Hiring, firing, geez, Donald, it seems so negative in some aspects. But it's a reality of not just the rental industry, but of all industries and what happens in business. So I'm talking about it today because I'm announcing that I've written a book about it. You know, I am one of you. I've seen the highs and the lows in my careers. I've been fired by some of the best and I've quit (laughs) from some of the best. Every circumstance is different. But many decades, excuse me, many decades in the industry, I've learned many lessons that I share in my book. So today I've talked about the right and wrong way to leave a job and be nice and don't say the wrong thing. And in almost every case, I just kind of, depending on the circumstances, uh, may have had some challenges along the way as to reasons why, uh, if I was let go from somebody, and a lot of them didn't make sense, and there's a lot of things that I would have loved to get off my chest at the time, but as I've said today, leaving on the proper uh, circumstances and leaving clean might help keep your record For the future, because, you know, there's there's that what if bridge. What if you have come across the same person again who fired you and you wanted to call him a son of a gun, but you decided not to? So, you know, I'm a local construction equipment rental veteran. I've got this radio podcast that I'm hosting uh, for the rental industry, my way of giving back through voiceamerica.com. The business network. And so, here's the title of my book. And it is available on Amazon. And the title of the book is, Screw You! The Comeback is Always Stronger Than the Setback. My book takes you on a career that has not only its ups and downs, But what starts as a simple family rental business, feeling like I'm set for life for when my dad retires or something like that, ain't the case. It goes on to include horrific accidents, death, drugs, theft of services, prison, sexual harassment, backstabbing. Broken promises, lawsuits, bankruptcies, divorce, career changes, rapid growth, setbacks, comebacks, volunteerism, good venture capital, bad venture capital, and much more. And yes, this is all pretty much in the setting of the equipment rental industry. And so, if you'd be so kind, and if you're interested in a book of the ups and downs in a roller coaster, again, through Amazon, the title of the book is Screw You. The comeback is always stronger than the setback. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. You know, it's based in South Louisiana, but also my travels throughout the country, uh, my industry-based insights, And trials and tribulations will tell you another side of what what should have been someone set for life, so to speak, in a family business. My motto is never give up, especially when you have children to provide for or family to provide for. The book is available on Amazon. So please take a look. And thanks for waiting to the end of the show to hear what I had to say about that. And and today's subjects, again, are good not just for the rental industry, for any industry. There's always managers that get stuck in an office somewhere, piled on with paper, and they never get past the back to see what's really going on in their shop. So just keep in mind that whole management theory, if you will, of management by walking around. You don't have to be an Aborigine, you just got to be in a supervisory capacity to be able to do that and, and help people along the way. And your, your folks at your shop want to see you, I promise you. So, in closing, if you want to reach me, you should know how by now. Rental Equip Talk Radio at gmail.com or call, I'm a real person, or text me at 504-615-0540. And look, if you get the book, do a review. Let me know what you think about it. You can write something or click a star or whatever the case may be on Amazon. Remember, you can always listen on demand. And I hope some of the issues discussed today either helped or provoke more questions for the success of your business. Next week, an open forum with more interesting ideas on how to make work better, plus more. And if you'd like to be a guest, suggest a guest, advertise, have a question, need a guest speaker or a consultant, please let me know. And don't forget, if you're interested in representation in buying and buying or selling, wgoconsulting.com. Today's quote, the only way to get to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking. Don't settle. So said the late steve jobs it's been my honor to spend this time with you i'm donald charbonnet your host and diehard of the rental industry signing off and remember always make time for the things that make you happy to be alive be safe and good renting
0: till next week i'll see you then thank you for tuning into rental Equip talk radio Be sure to join your host, Donald Charbonnet, next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition on the Voice America Business Channel. Until we speak again, have a great week.